Welcome to Life Changing with Dory Fern, a podcast about the messy middle between when you hit pause and what comes next. I'm your host, Dory Fern. Hello, good people. How is everyone doing? What is everyone doing? So I didn't post an episode last week, which you may or may not have noticed given the dumpster fire that is our country. And it was only partly due to that and the holiday weekend such as it was. I planned to rebroadcast an interview I did in May with one of my podcast workshop coaches. His podcast is um, with other podcasters who riff about pretty much whatever they feel like talking about. I felt like talking about how I might get white people to talk more about race, which is something we don't really discuss much amongst ourselves. And I think it's important that we do it. But I had a lot of apprehension about running it. And I really couldn't identify why. And then the day before it was to run, a number of things happened that influenced my decision. First, I had a call with a neighborhood friend that I hadn't talked to for many years about a situation she was in that she wanted to run by me, given my media experience. It was unexpected and may lead to something else, which is all I'll say about it now. And then not a half an hour after that call, which I took on my tiny little terrace, I went into my apartment to make a smoothie and didn't notice that a flash sun shower had just rained all over the table where my laptop sat open and soaked it into submission. So shout out to my Apple Care coverage, which ended on, wait for it, July 7th for only setting me back $300 instead of at least four times that. And also to my generous neighbor who graciously offered me his old laptop to use until mine gets fixed. So um, I took these events as a sign and changed course. So instead of running the previous episode I had planned, I asked my friend Michelle Harper, the person I call on for guidance and reinforcement of a more intuitive nature, what was in the cards for me. Hello, Michelle Harper. Hello, hello, hello. Dory Fern. Michelle is the founder and CEO of Metaphysica Spa. She is a hypnotherapist. She is a personal stylist, and that is uh, something she's been doing for many, many, many years. She's actually been doing many things for many years. She's also a Reiki master, and she is somebody who I look to for wisdom of all sorts, simple Michelle has an ability, and I say this as her friend, uh, as well as somebody who has been a client. She just has an ability to, in very simple ways, get to the heart and the truth of matters. And that is why she is here today, because I am in this pivotal moment. The world is in a pivotal moment. And with all the things happening, the erosion of rights, the great atrocities that are happening, in this country in particular right now, it's a stressful time. And here I am, just one little person at this point where I'm thinking about what I'm doing with my life. And about a month ago, month and a half ago, before I went to Europe, Michelle was at my house and she did a card reading. What she said to me was that I needed to really stay true to my 
creativity and my art, even when it's hard, even when other more practical things are pulling at me. Because one thing I will tell you is that I am the practical of the two of us. And <laughs> and I look to Michelle to remind me that sometimes that's not a virtue. Although she, I don't know, Michelle, what do you want to say about my practicality? <laughs> well, we need practicality in the world. We definitely do. But the world is changed by impracticality and taking chances and going against the grain and doing things differently. So I'm a firm believer in going against the grain, sometimes being impractical, listening to your inner voice and not trying to rationalize what your gut might be telling you to do. Because I know that the world has been changed through the people who listen to their gut instinct and go against the ways of the world and general consensus. So you're here and I wanted you to read my tarot cards. And the last time I was kind of struck by the fact that you have multiple tarot decks and I am no expert at this, uh, this art and craft. So why do you use multiple decks? What is that about? Okay. So let's start here. So I don't Mm -hmm. just use tarot. I use Oracle decks and some of them are even psychological decks because what the decks do, they actually speak to the subconscious mind. So as a hypnotherapist, We want to work with not your conscious mind, but your subconscious mind. I can show you better than just telling you. So this is a bag of seven crystals that relate to the chakra system. And chakras are energy centers in the body, starting with uh, the root chakra, which is red, going all the way up to the crown chakra, which is purple. So they start with red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and purple. So think of it as a color system in the body. So what this bag contains are seven crystals that relate to the chakras. And then we're going to pick one. Dory's going to like intentionalize and I'm going to pick it for her because we're in a virtual setting. And then we're going to bring awareness to what we're going to focus on in terms of the reading. So the reading starts with bringing in maybe unseen things. So maybe we're going to bring in her ancestors or we're going to bring in just some unseen energies to guide and direct us on this journey of telling her what she needs to know. So are you ready to start that part, Dory? I'm ready. Okay. So you tell me when. Okay. Now. Ooh, okay. So we have, this is orange. This is the sacral. So this was what was in my mind, Michelle. Orange was in your mind. Okay. So this is the color orange. So if we weren't even talking about chakras, orange is the color of joy, creativity, following your emotions, joy, creativity. It also is how you create abundance. So the orange color is saying, Okay, let's bring awareness to Dory's sacral, her emotions and her creativity and her abundance. Okay. And how her flow. So the orange is all about flow, like just like water. You know, how are you flowing with your creativity? Childlike joy, innocence, you know, being innocent in your work, in your life, but innocent meaning innocent joy, innocent in terms of 
your true self? Like, what does your true self need to be emotionally fulfilled? So we start with that. Now what we're going to do, these are called chakra insight cards. These cards are going to relate directly to chakras and energy systems. Now, these cards go from one to 52 and she'll give me a number and I'll count out the number and then we'll see what card comes up. But first I'm going to shuffle them. Dory, you're going to give me a number. I don't know why, but the number 17. Oh, okay. So now we're going to count 17 cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Ooh, grounding. Okay. So the card that we have, I'm going to show you the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. The card that we have is called grounding. It's a red card. So the grounding is the root chakra, right? The root chakra is how you manifest things, how you're connected to the physical world. This card says nature, presence, practicality, and (gasps) stability. Wow. We were just talking about practicality. Yes. Practicality and stability. So we're going to keep going and then this cards will create a story. So as it relates to the sacral chakra, which is your creativity, your emotions, we're hearing nature, presence, practicality, and stability. So we're going to pick another card. Give me another number, Dory. 32. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to count out 32 cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine to pick lower cards. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Okay. Well, also, what it's also doing is, you know, when we do the counting, it's also, it's uh, distracting the mental mind. So this card says, personal boundaries, choice, assertiveness, empowerment, authenticity. And I kind of think that this is totally relating to what we were discussing. Authenticity, personal boundaries. We have presence, practicality, stability. This is a yellow card. So this card is relating directly to the solar plexus, your will, your focus, your power. So in regards to the uh, sacral chakra, you know, how are you using your power? We're going to pick another card. So we'll have three cards and then we're going to change the decks and I'll tell you why we changed the decks. So give me another number. Six. Okay. You chose a lower number this time. All right. Let's do six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh, love. Hello. Love. Hello, love. So this is a green card. So this is relating uh, directly. Is that a creature I'm allergic to? Hold it's on. It's a what dog. Is that? But the card says love, kindness. It says benevolence, sharing, and receiving. And can I just pause here to say that one of the things that you said to me, anyone who's been listening to this podcast knows that sometimes it's just 
a couple of words and it sticks with me. And way before the memes about be kind, blah, 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 I was a little rough around the edges and we were talking about and how to communicate with someone. And your advice was just, just be kind. So whatever you say, be kind. And I think about that a lot. Well, this card is is actually uh, reassuring the kindness thing and it's all about love. So, you know, so this is really interesting because as I look at, so we have, so the grounding card, the first card is a gentleman sitting by a tree holding a tree branch and it's a red card and there's a, a light shining on him. And it says nature, presence, practicality, and stability. And there's also a little dove flying in the background too, which I find interesting. And then the second card is personal. Why do you find that interesting? Because, okay, in order to be grounded, you know, sometimes people, they get too airy. They're like birds of flight and they're not like, they're looking at more fantasy than reality. And so the bird the guy, he's sitting in the darkness and it looks like he's imagining things, but then he's holding on to a trunk, like a tree trunk, it looks like. And then he's in the light, there's like a bird flying. So when it says nature, presence, practicality, stability, it's like, make sure that you're, what you're doing is grounded and not a flight of fancy. And then the next card is a woman She's in a field, like a wheat field, and it's the yellow card, and it says personal boundaries. What does it say up top? It's hard to, I can't read it. It says choice, assertiveness, empowerment, and authenticity. I don't know what that has to do with personal boundaries. I can explain that to you. Your personal boundaries, you have to protect them. And this is also dealing with your solar plexus. For example, if let's say everybody wants to go for sushi and you don't like sushi, you're in a group and you just say, oh, okay, I'll go for sushi and go with the flow. And the whole time you're there, you're thinking, I really don't like sushi. And you know that you don't want to go and it's going to be a really expensive dinner and you just go along with the flow. And then later when you get home, you're really pissed because you spent all this money on a dinner that you didn't like. And you just felt like you made a choice that was not in congruence with what you really wanted. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. your choice would have been, Hey, you know what, guys, I really don't like sushi. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go home or I'm going to do something different. So empowerment, assertiveness, choice, authenticity, Because so many times we do things that are going along with the program that we really don't feel connected to. And so we go along with the program and then we later we have remorse or we think, oh, wow, I I could have done something different. Why did I go along with it? So with personal boundaries, it's your choice to say, no, I decline. No, I'm not going to do it. Or it's your choice to say, hey, I feel like this. So I'm going to do this and go against the grain. So really, when it comes to personal boundaries, it's going against maybe an established idea or maybe an idea that might seem popular. So with your personal boundaries, you have to be authentic 
to yourself and not allow yourself to be distracted by the crowd or by what's popular by making a choice, being assertive and being empowered. So that's what that means. I kind of instinctually think it has something to do with love just for me, but Do we think, is this a romantic love? What kind of love is this card speaking to? Do you think? the next card is love. So let's talk about that one. The fact that this card has a beautiful, cute little puppy dog face on it. And it says, kindness, benevolence, sharing and receiving. So I'm interpreting this based on the other cards as what do you love? Hmm. What does Dory Fern love? Like, what is your idea of love? It doesn't really necessarily have to do with romantic right. love. No, I get but it. But it says sharing and receiving kindness and benevolence. And so in this world that we live in, I think benevolence is a really strong word because, you know, that's saying giving, giving of love as it relates to your sacral, your inner, that center you know, your creativity, how are you sharing and receiving kindness, benevolence, giving? We're going to do another deck because this will give us some clarity on these three cards. So this one, we're going to use this called Spirit Junkie, right? These cards. And let's see what Spirit Junkie has to tell us. And you're going to give me a number again. And I'm going to pick a card and see if there's a message to relate to the rest of these cards. I'm getting a picture, but let's see what these cards have to say. Okay, you ready to give me a number? One, two, three, four, five, Fourteen. Ooh, hello. All right. It says, my power lies in my peaceful presence. Yes. Ah. And so we talked about benevolence, right? And so let's look at that word, benevolence. My power lies in my peaceful presence. And for some reason, the word benevolence is really sticking out. It says, serving a charitable rather than a profit-making purpose. Oh, my God. Well-meaning and kindly. (laughs) That's what benevolent means. So when I look at these cards, I'm thinking about the work that you're doing. You know, my power lies in my peaceful presence. Well-meaning, kindly. Now, let's see what you need to surrender in order to demonstrate these qualities. So these are called surrender cards, right? And it tells you the different things that you may need to surrender Mm -hmm. in order to connect to this information that you're receiving right now. Okay. So give me a number. Four. Okay. One, two, three. Ooh, surrender to inner peace. Okay. So peace seems to be another theme for you right now. It says cultivate inner peace on a very not peaceful world. Yes. In a daily basis, in quiet meditative moments, focus on the stillness within and enjoy this inner refuge. Others will feel your good vibes too, and your life will flow more easily. 
Yeah. You know, Michelle, I didn't say this at the beginning and I had meant to, but I guess I sort of suggested it in talking about the state of the world. And and when I talk again, this pivotal point in my life, and when I talk to other people right now, in particular white women, you know, who are like me, really, really angry and fed up and indignant and spinning a lot about what to do in the world. And the person I was, so yesterday was exactly one year since I left my job, Mm -hmm. Independence Day weekend. I'm at that precipice with work where I need to earn money and I'm eager now to start getting disciplined about work And just this next phase of my career, whatever it is and however it comes to light and the state of the world, I have a tendency to get kind of like, well, what can I do? What can I do? I want to do this. I want to do that. And it gets very chaotic to think about, but I've really learned to appreciate slowness and the peacefulness of just moving forward one foot in front of the other and not remembering that change comes slowly. And I'm here with you because it struck me that I needed to relinquish a little bit of my intellectual mind in this pursuit. Well, yes. And also what I'm finding here, the message that I'm getting for you is this. So all of this is related to your emotions, right? Because we started with the sacral which is all your emotions. It's your flow. So considering that we're working with your flow, it's saying ground yourself in practicality, right? Make your choices authentic, coming from a place of love, benevolence, which is such an important word, and then surrender to inner peace. And my power lies in my peaceful presence. So what I see as I'm talking to you and we're looking at this information I see you creating a practice of meditation in order to hear the higher voice of what you're supposed to do next. Because all of this is saying you have a big purpose, but you can't just be swayed by popular, which we started this whole thing about popular opinion, et cetera. So you will be guided on how to create by going within and allowing yourself to have a peaceful presence versus then a stirred up presence, you know, because everything starts in a small, small way and your emotions are catalysts for change as well. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to pick a card for you. This is another deck and I'm just going to pick this card. And this card is called divine abundance, right? And we're going to just pick one card And we're going to see what this has to say. This will be our final card. Ooh, interesting. Inner child. It says, allow me to give compassion and love to that little one. Let me attend to its deepest needs and feelings. So in that, cultivating peace with the inner child, not having a fight within yourself allowing yourself to hear the most peaceful resolution for the next step, not the fight or flight respond, but to just let go and let it be and listen to the steps that are of the most compassionate, the most kind, the most charitable and is soothing. So if you you feel your feathers are ruffled and riled up and all everything, that might not be the best choice for you. Right. 
And it's a well-trod path, that one. But I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to leave that behind. So the humanistic approach is also a peaceful approach. Yeah. Especially in these days, we need more peaceful solutions and resolutions and ideas and uh, instead of ruffled feathers and things like that. So that's what this reading is all about. Well, thank you. You know what I'm going to do next, Michelle Harper? You know what I'm doing with the rest of my day? And what are you going to do next? I'm going out to a dance party. I'm going out to a dance party. Michelle and I met, I think it was 2006 (laughs) at a dance party. And I am going out dancing on this July 4th weekend. And that is my inner and outer piece right there. So I thank you for coming and for I wish I was sharing there. <laughs> your energy through this digital format. I wish you were here too. And oh, um, how can people find you? If they they, please tell find please tell the people me at metaphysicalbeauty.com or metaphysicaspa at gmail.com or Instagram metaphysicaspa. So it's all metaphysical. Right. Spa. And Michelle is based in LA, by the way. I should have said that at the beginning. You are 3,000 miles away from yes, me now. I'm but based yeah. in Topanga Canyon, in California, up here with the hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Dance for me as well today. <laughs> I will. I will. Take Bye, care. Michelle. Bye. Well, that was interesting illuminated and reinforced some stuff for me. And uh, it struck me after talking with Michelle that what was bothering me about that previously scheduled podcast that I didn't run was that it was too much intellectualizing and navel gazing and talking about what I wanted to do and wasn't actually doing. So the reading validated me staying present, listening to my gut in an authentic way, I defined my personal boundaries according to my own standards, and I stayed peaceful and focused in the face of the unexpected. And it may not be much in the scheme of things, but for now, it'll do. Wishing you all well, and thank you for listening. Until next week, take care.